Hello, everybody. Welcome to Off Our Game Podcast. It is another evening where we bring our sports here tonight. This is the best little sports show that you have not heard of in America, guys. My name is Brandon Sosa, and I am joined by two outstanding gentlemen here. First one, he is not a household name yet, but he will be. It is Kerry Mullins. What's going on, Kerry? Not a whole lot, man. How you doing? Oh, dude, it's Tuesday, so you know what that means. So the next guy... I have to say it this way because we talk about it way too much. This guy loves cauliflower as much as he loves sports, as far as I know. Say hello, Brian Cook. Cauliflower, man. Come on. You look cauliflower. You know you do. Uh, Don't try to deny what's going on. You love cauliflower. I'm going to give both you boys cauliflower ear. (laughs) Oh. Whatever. I know. Come on now. Hey, guys, this is three of us. We do our best every Tuesday to bring you an hour of some sports, a little bit of entertainment. We debate a little bit, all in just under an hour to keep you guys hungry the next time you come. Before we get started, guys, what's happened the last time since we talked? Besides cauliflower. Besides cauliflower uh, chips. Cauliflower, besides man. cauliflower yeah. chips and chicharron, I barbecued queso. yesterday, man. He barbecued, barbecued yeah. cauliflower. No, I actually did, I did. I did put some cabbage on the grill, and some uh, zucchini on the grill. But uh, yeah, I made some uh, corn, ear corn, and all that kind of stuff, and sausage and hamburgers and junk. But yeah. for me, I had zucchini. And uh, I, I, I got a question about that, Cook. I got a question about that. Okay, so bef- prior to your surgery, I know you were eating better, but prior to all that, like, were you normally like a pretty healthy eater? I liked a lot of vegetables and stuff, but no, I throw down just like anybody else whenever. <laughs> okay yeah no i I'd, I'd eat, I'd eat crap food as well you know? oh i remember back in the day those poker games man yeah that was, pink dip that pink, pink dip, dip? Was, oh yeah, my what? god what is this uh, explain Dude, that's, this that's like, that's like some that's like a uh, some great dip man yeah it's albert's hot, albert's hot sauce, sauce and cream cheese that sounds yeah. good it, it is it, phenomenal delicious you'll make so you sick just, you eat so much of it you throw yeah. it in the microwave? What do we do? Oh, hell yeah. No. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to like soften up the cream cheese and then you pour the yeah. Alberts in there and just mix it all up. It's so good. But you got to do it with Alberts. I mean, you can do it with other hot sauces, but Alberts on the sauce. It's the same if you don't use Alberts. No. You got to use Alberts. Really? Yeah. 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 It's good. Okay. Okay. Who's who's the originator of this? You Mullins or Cook? Who, who brought oh, this pink sauce? My family, that's man. Straight, my family's been doing that forever. <clears throat> Albert Hot Sauce is made in Kilgore, Texas, which is up in my neck of the woods. And yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we've been eating that ever since psh, I guess, <laughs> knee high to Grasshopper. Really? So, yep. You said wow. knee high to Grasshopper. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's East wow. Texas. I mean, come on. <laughs> wow. You're lucky I don't have a mullet right now. <laughs> Mullethead Mullins. Oh um, man, Mullins, what's going on since last time we talked, man? What's going on, man? Same old, same old. Just uh, hanging in there, waiting for yeah. uh, all the mess in the world to settle down, so we can get back to some good sports. Yeah, I wish that would happen. I wish people just as regular uh, sports leagues outside of—I'm not going to say the word—outside of one particular sport, you know, is doing a really good job. I told you I'm not going to mention their name. Wait, sports call? Which one? I'm going to. I'm not going to sure. say. Which one? I'm not sure. I don't know either. So <laughs> I am not saying their name. Figure uh, skating. Yes, yes. Professional figure skating. Bicycling, dude. The bicycling because <laughs> there's dope. There's doping. You know that doping makes it interesting. So That's I true. will say that. Hey, um, if you're not cheating, you're, or yeah, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's right. So you that's say right. that doping makes things better for you? I didn't say that. I said it makes so, cycling better. I said cycling. So if that's the case, then I'm sure that there's another sport that does that is really notorious for doping that I think you might be interested in. Which one uh, is that, Cook? Yeah, tell us. Uh, it involves uh, bats and balls. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a little shady. I don't going to go down that alley right there. So. <laughs> you said bats and balls. I was like, mm, 
that's not that kind of show, you know? Wow. I want to see <laughs> doping and curling. That's what I want to see doping in. Uh, you know, doping and curling. Wow. I've yeah. watched I've watched curling before. It's boring, you know, but it's so boring you want to watch it though because you're just like, how do these guys get this stone? to turn like that you know like how do they get that stone to turn i know they, that's a sweeper but still i'm just like what like there's something more to it there's got to be you hate the olympics don't you i don't hate the so, olympics no yeah. i watch i told you i watch it that's, even though it's boring i, I watch do. it I'm i watch like, it all the time so uh but yeah well for me guys i uh i went to the great town of monday texas where uh nothing happens uh, I don't know if you know this guys, but like, you know, my, there's like 1300 people in my little town that I grew up in, you know, and it literally takes me like two minutes to get to the convenience store, like a minute to get to the grocery store and come back home. I mean, I could do all that in like less than 10 minutes, like doing that when call station or anywhere else bigger, you know, it takes you a half an hour to get around, you know, yep. over there. It takes you less than all that. Dude, too. Monday, Texas. I don't know if I've even mentioned this to you before mm-hmm. on our way to Abilene Monday, Texas was a regular stop. What? We always stopped and ate at the little hole in the wall diner there and got the unlimited uh, tacos. Wait, are you talking about the diner that's on the way out on the right hand yes. side? That's yes. a gas. Is it a gas station yes. connected to? Yes. yes, that dude is great. That's <laughs> we a great. Went there every year on the way to State in Abilene, we are stopped you serious? Off in Texas intentionally to eat at that place because they they had this on. Um, they had like the greatest tacos there. You know what? My my friend in high school, his mom ran that place for as long as I can remember. So uh, oh, what is her name? I cannot remember her name, but I will text my buddy the next time. We'll talk about it next show. But yeah, my buddy's mom ran that place. And she, and she ran the kitchen and everything. Yeah, I remember like when we first met back in the day at College Station, you mentioned Monday. That was the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, oh yeah, that taco place tacos. on Monday. Man, that it's a small world how, how we're connected. You know it's that? It's you probably even world. saw him there and you didn't even know it. Oh, what if we did, Cook? What if we saw each other Cross there one pass. day? That would be funny. That would be hilarious. That would be interesting. It's like the episode of Friends where uh, Ross and what's her name? Phoebe like have this connection where he she robbed him or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it'd yeah. be like that. Yeah. It'd be like that. Maybe it'd, I bumped like into that. you. Yeah. And yeah. like it off me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, probably like, <laughs> all right, jerk, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, suddenly it took a turn. <laughs> it did. It did. All right, guys, let's get into our stuff. As always, we hit it off with quick hitters. We're going to change it up a little bit. Cook is going to lead off our stories tonight. Cook, what did you bring to the table on quick hitters, man? Well, my my subject that I brought this week with, uh, with the uh, quick hitters is the uh, Oklahoma State Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, having players sign a waiver before working out. I uh, want to make sure that they get everything signed and sealed delivered on their Buckeye Pledge. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they're following proper protocols for COVID-19. Make sure yeah. that they don't have a fever. Make sure that they are reporting any kind of exposures. Make sure that they're understanding the risks they're taking. And basically what they're trying to say is if you catch COVID-19 while you're here volunteering, working out, we ain't paying for it. Don't sue us. Okay. But my question okay. to you guys is, is this, is this document even worth the paper it's written on? And this is a good idea or a bad idea? Well, first thing I want to know is, did they dot the I? That's, that's <laughs> first all that of all, matters. That it, it, I, I, what you call it? That you know, Ohio State. I agree with that. Dot the I too. Ohio State. You know, I don't know, man. I, Carrie, Carrie, I'll let you finish. I'll cut you off a little bit. Go ahead, man. Finish up. Well, I just had to say that because you know they always have to <laughs> point out the fact that they know how to dot an I. Uh, they barely know how to spell it. But anyway, yeah. uh, I I don't think that it's good worth much. Uh, a good lawyer can get around a raver no matter what. But I really don't see any of these players having any issue if they happen to catch it. 
you know, just saying whatever I got it. Let's, let's go. Yeah. I I'm with, I'm with Mullins on this one. I think, I think legally it's, it's one of the things you have to do to cover your butt, you know, like you have to have some kind of document to say, you know what, I did it, you know, that way if we go into a court of law, we have to have our butt covered, but I'm with him. It's like, it's not worth crap. You know, no one's, and even if they do get it, who's who, how do they know? Like some of these kids, do they even know the symptoms for COVID-19? Do they even know some of the symptoms? You know, how do they know if they got it? I pledge they have to go over that. I think they're made aware of it. And at the end of it, they have to sign it. Really? Okay. Well, the chances are that they're going to be asymptomatic anyway. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you guys. I, it's the chances of them contracting it, and someone's going to at some point on the team, and, and whether yeah. it spreads or not, who knows? But um, for the most part, if they're healthy, they're going to be okay. Now, I will say there are cases where, you, and it's just like with anything else, there's there's always cases of flu out there that kill a healthy person every year too. But yeah, yeah, I'm with y'all. They're just doing it to CYA themselves and make sure that they got everything covered. But I'm with Sosa. That, that paper ain't worth nothing with the right with the right lawyer. Yep. Yeah. So let me ask you quick on this on this story. Are they making like other athletic departments do the same thing, or is it just for football? Oh no, it's across the board. All athletics the in board? general, they're making everybody do it. And what I've, the research that I did on this, it's, it seems to be a uh, common thread that's going through all the universities in, in CAA right now. A and M did it as well. They probably, yeah, I'm sure everybody will do it. Uh, kind of got the heat for it. I think they were the first ones that kind of came out that they were doing it. But A and M did it as well. Oh, I see. I didn't hear that. I say I knew Ohio State, but of course, you know. I'm well, sure everybody's kind down. of throwing their little twist on it, right? I mean, this is – they're not calling it a waiver. They're calling it the Buckeye Pledge. But within uh, the pledge, there is a waiver within the pledge saying that, you know, you're not going to hold the university responsible. But within the pledge, you're stating, you know, I'm going to do my best to work out while I'm here. I'm going to follow yeah. the guidelines. But part of the guidelines are that, you know, I'm going to report any kind of exposure to COVID-19. I'm going to report if I have a fever. I'm going to – so okay. weekly testing, all that kind of stuff. Interesting, interesting. All right. Any and other again, thoughts? I find it very fascinating that everybody has all these daggum testing kits and you can't get one in the, in the general population. <laughs> I find it very fascinating. Right. Uh, that's true. All right. Hey, quick hitter number two, Kerry Mullins, you are up to bat, man. What did you bring to the table? Well, I saw a little article. I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, Deion Sanders' son, um, let me get, make sure I get his name right, Shadur Sanders. Uh, he's a quarterback for Cedar Hills, Texas. Uh, well, I, I, actually, Trinity. Christian High School in Cedar Hill. And he actually did a workout with uh, Tom Brady. So basically he got a private uh, training with Tom Brady, um, which I found pretty interesting. Number one, uh, how is that fair okay. to other quarterbacks around the country? And I, I just don't get that. And like, why is he a quarterback? Sanders is not a quarterback. What the heck? Uh, oh, so you are know you, why he's a quarterback. I can tell you why he's a quarterback. Tell oh, me why I'm sure he's probably the most athletic Deon, person on that field. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he is, but Dion knows quarterbacks get paid. Oh, that's true, too. That's yeah. true. That's true. Quarterbacks. I mean, they're capable of playing anywhere on the field, but he's got his boys ready for quarterbacks. He knows those ones are going to get paid. Yeah. yeah. And he must be pretty good. Uh, ESPN's got him ranked as 41st um, on their top 300. So he's pretty high. Um, so far, he's gotten offers from Alabama, Arizona State, Baylor, Florida, Florida State, of course, uh, Michigan, just about everybody except schools in Texas. Wow. Uh, Baylor's the only – Baylor and Houston are the only ones in the state of Texas. Oh, wait, and UTEP. Uh, but that's well, it. Well, well, has he made up his mind that he's not going to stay in Texas? Is that why? Is that why he has no offers? Doesn't say, but – 
good chance of it. I'm sure a lot of them are like, oh, he's going to Florida State no matter what. But yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, with the new with a new college co- coach over there, Mike Norvell. I mean, he is a it's a pro it's a pro quarterback offense. So that would be a good place for him to be is Florida State again. So, um, so did let me ask you this. So did Shadur, if I say this right, did he yeah, go Shadour. to Tom Brady? I'm assuming he flew out to Florida and had the lesson over there. Yeah, Dion called up Tom Brady and says, "Hey, can my boy come and work out with you?" And apparently, Brady does this for different players that he's played with or that he knows and he's good friends with. Yeah. Um, so it's a thing that he's he's done throughout his career, which is kind of cool that he does that. But again, it's like getting a private tutor from that nobody else is going to have access to. I just yeah. If I was a quarterback somewhere else, I'd be ticked off. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's cool, man. I mean, I think it's if, if Tom Brady's willing to do that. I mean, that's great. I mean, it's Deion Sanders. I mean, he has he has that reach. You know, he has that 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 friendships with people in the league and stuff like that. There's no different than. Um, a, a guy who plays in College Station who, you know, becomes friend with the A&M program and Jimbo Fisher or somebody's like, hey, you know, or not, well, I guess it couldn't be Jimbo Fisher, but say one of the players who graduated and moved on, like uh, Gerard Johnson, he does those quarterback camps. Maybe he became, you know, friends with something. Granted, he's not Tom Brady, you know, but, you know, I'm sure there are other pro quarterbacks and things of that nature who do those things as well. Oh, I'm sure. It's just one of, the, uh, it's just one of those things where it's Deion Sanders. I mean, he's a freaking famous guy who knows all kinds of people and has all kinds of connections. I can't right. fault him for using the connections that his dad has. I mean, that's just – that is what it is. That's the whole point of networking is to get that. If you got it, get it. Oh, I'm not so, blaming any of them for doing that. I'm just saying, like, like, I guess really they're not into the NCAA yet, so they can't really fault them for that. But well, no, maybe. Man, I mean, because that's like a perk. But he's not, he's not, he's not steering him to go, well, I'm going to give you this workout if you go to Michigan. You know, he's not affiliated with Michigan. Don't know he's that. Oh, Michigan yeah, is one of the schools that's made him offer. Oh, well, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different one. I got a question for both of you guys. Do you think Tom Brady took some money? Dion gave him a little, not, not in a bad way, just kind of as a thank you. Like, Hey, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Here's a, you know, you know what? I'm going to bet Dion's going to keep everything above reproach. So I'm going to bet that there is no money involved, but I'm going to bet that there is probably a wink and a nod of, hey, you did this for me. You let me know. I'll show up some charity event or something. Okay. 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 Yeah, Mullins, you feel the same that. way? Yeah. You see that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, no money. I uh, seriously yeah. doubt that. Neither one of them need money. So, especially Tom Brady. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's move to the next topic, guys. So, topic number three. What I brought to the table, guys, was I thought it was a little bit interesting. At first, I was gonna, I didn't want to bring it up because I, I, you know, we, I try my best to keep this a non-political show, but I just, it's just, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna brief on it, but I'm not, I'm not gonna go down very hard down the rabbit hole. Okay, so normally LeBron, you know, he talks very much about social issues and very involved with social issues, right? And we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole, like I said, right? But there's been opposing views in the NBA from Kyrie and LeBron, a couple of superstars. <clears throat> about wanting to restart the season, right? So my question is, is LeBron's reason to push the restart of the season altruistic, or is it for his own personal gain as a basketball player? Because his career is winding down. So what are y'all initial thoughts about it? Go ahead, well, I, I think, I mean, I'm, obviously, I think he, he has a shot at winning the title this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knows that he has a legitimate shot at winning the title this year. Mm-hmm. If you've got a shot at winning the title, then you're going to do everything you can to get that going. Now, would that add to his legacy? Sure. I mean, that'd be his third team he's won a title with. I'm not even sure how many mainstream players have played on two teams and won a title, much less three teams and won a title. Yeah. That list has got to be pretty short. So, you know, that's just another feather in his hat, another accomplishment that he had. 
Um, you know, yeah, he's got another possible MVP. I don't think he's going to get MVP. I think that's going to be Giannis all day long. Um, but yeah, I, I could see him being like, look, you know, I've really got a shot to get this. Yeah, I want to. I want to get this going on. I, I don't know if it's a in a selfish way. I I really hope that it's a competitive thing in him. Like, you know, I really want to get this going. You know, we need to get going. Let's get the closure to this season. Let's get in there. I want to really try to get my championship in here. Okay, I can see it both ways. I can see it per, on personal level and uh, you know, just you know, wanting to be a competitor and get in there and win. All right, well, is it personal or is it an unselfish reason to restart the basketball season? I would think with him, probably mostly unselfish. Um, okay. It can't it can't help but be a little bit personal, you know, because like Cook says, he wants he knows he's got a good chance. He wants to get another championship in there. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's uh, mostly that he just wants to get out there and play. He wants everybody, you know. I'm sure he's got guys that he wants to play with. He hasn't played with, and he just he wants he wants to get out there. Let's <clears throat> let's get it on. So playing and change the motto of the team to win it for Caruso. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my thoughts on this is the fact that I, I think it's all personal. Okay. Uh, nothing against, and I have nothing against that. I have nothing against that for LeBron. I think, you know what, if I am 36 years old, pushing 37, I've got a couple of really solid years left. And then after that, I don't know what I have left in the tank. So I think it's all personal. I think it's for a ring. I think it's for him eventually possibly getting the MVP. I think it's possibly for him, uh, you know, ultimately getting to the all-time leader in uh, points, uh, passing Kareem, you know. I think – and there's some other things, of course, in there. Uh, but I think it's all personal. And like I said, I have nothing pro- – I don't have a problem with that as a player. Um, but I think it's all personal. So I don't think anything altruistic about it. I think that he wants these things. I think – I'm not saying that that the last dance ticked him off or anything. I'm not saying that, but I think he wants to live a legacy and that's up for debate for between him, Kobe and Jordan all day long. So that's my thoughts on that. I would so. agree with you on that. I think he does want that debate. Mm-hmm. He's already called himself the greatest. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. And, he, and no offense, but I, you know, Kobe and Michael are still up top, you know, and he's going to have to win one more He's going to have to do one more championship for me to actually debate with somebody about that. But right now, it's always Kobe and Jordan. So, anyway, there we go, guys. Quick hitters. So, let's go to our topics, as we always do. Everybody gets excited about what's happening about our topics here. So, Kerry, you are going to lead off this time. You're at the free throw line, man. So, what topic did you bring to the table? Uh, Reggie Bush's return to the USC. So, uh, I don't know if y'all read it, but uh, apparently the uh, apparently USC is making amends with Reggie and allowing him to come back to the school mm-hmm. and you know be affiliated with it you know be able to talk to people you know and promote for them and all that good stuff uh, so uh, one do you think uh, that's good for USC do you think it's good for college football and do you think he should get the Heisman Trophy back I'll cook. I'll let you go first, man. You go first, dude. I think this was just a way for USC to be like, all right, look at us in CAA. We're distancing ourselves from Reggie Bush. Don't hit us with the death penalty or some crazy other penalty, you know. Look at us. We're good. I don't think he was ever truly disassociated. I think it was probably maybe a public type thing. Um, shouldn't he get the Heisman back? Give him the you give him the Heisman back if you want to. I mean, to me that year, the, the best player was Vin Young anyways. It wasn't Reggie Bush. I think that was a screwed up Heisman vote anyways. Reggie Bush got it because he was the flashy player. He didn't even have the most touchdowns on his team, if I remember correctly. Didn't uh, Lindo White had the most touchdowns on that team, the rushing touchdowns for that team? 
He did, but he I mean, he was also the goal line dude, so yeah. he was the goal line rusher. So I don't really put too much stock in that one. I'm just not. I mean, don't be wrong. Reggie Bush was an amazing uh, running back in college. He, you know, he's he's great. Um, I don't I don't see that being that big of a deal. Let him come back and be part of the university. It's been what ten years now, 10 eleven years, years something yeah. like that. So it, the NCAA can you know not be too upset about that and let him do what he wants to do with the, with the university and let them you know have that relationship back. I I think I'm with I'm with Cook. I don't think there was any real dis- disassociation at all, Mullins. I think that the fact that he is back, I think he's been back probably sooner than that. It's just an announcement they just made, so that it looks pretty in the eyes of the, of, of the media, and that's all it is. Um, does he deserve to have the Heisman back? I mean, I don't know why not. I mean, everybody was cheating anyway. I mean, the fact that they came down on USC was just the fact that they came down on USC. They could have bust anybody any time of the year. And you, uh, you guys know just as much as I can do that they could do that with anybody. So give them mm-hmm. the freaking Heisman if they thought he was the best player that year. Um, as far as good for college football, I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Mullins? Is it good for college? I, even, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm 50-50 on that. I, I can see it both ways. I, I can see it like, yeah, sure, give it to him. It's, I don't really care. Or, vice, I mean, it, it could be bad also. I mean, what do you all think? Well, I I agree. I th- actually think it is good for college football because he was one of the best college football players, not just for USC, but across the country. Um, so for him to be um, able to – and I'm sure you're right. He, in the background, he probably was still promoting for USC and talking to kids and all that kind of stuff. But now, you know, it can all be in the forefront without any kind of issue. Um, as far as getting the trophy back, I think that they should give them a trophy. It's actually up to the NCAA – it is not up to uh, the Heisman uh, board, and it's not up to USC. It is up to the NCAA, period. And what I read is that they say that um, since um, they uh, wiped out all the wins during that season for USC, that that made him an ineligible player and makes him ineligible to have won the Heisman Trophy. So the NCAA is probably not going to give it back to him, but he should have never gave it up. It's a bench young. (laughs) (laughs) What you do? What do you do with that? You just put an asterisk. Nope. Nobody wanted this year. Sorry. Don't look at these pictures over here. Don't worry about these pictures over here of Reggie Bush accepting and and just replaying it or anything. Yeah. And another thing that I read, thought it was really interesting, is that USC does not display a Heisman Trophy for him either, but OJ's trophy is still there. Oh, well, that's because that's because the glove didn't fit. Remember, the glove didn't fit. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> OJ was clean in college, man. He was, uh, he didn't oh, break the co- come man, on! You're gonna say this dude is clean in college? He was clean in college, man. Oh, he, that's he a different topic. Oh, cook. Don't got be naive. Don't well, be actually, naive. you know, it was never actually proven exactly what happened. Ooh, supposedly, yeah. Supposedly, oh, he took about three hundred dollars in cash and gifts from um, an agent. I thought he got like a house for his parents. I, I thought, thought the same thing too. Yeah, I thought there was much more than that. Yeah, I thought it was like big, man. Like, yeah, more like three hundred thousand. It was like three hundred thousand. Like is all it was. Yeah. Oh, only three hundred thousand. Yeah, <laughs> I, I only want to go to USC. Then. <laughs> hey, you need to make sure that Connor goes to USC. Hey, heck yeah, <laughs> start getting rid of that crimson red and, and gold going. I know you do. And I'm betting Alabama pays more than that. 
So I okay. First of all, the, the the fact that the NCAA controls that and not the Heisman board really yep. strikes me kind of weird. Don't you think, Cook? I mean, what well, they got to control something? They can't control nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> they, they don't do nothing. They don't that's do exactly nothing though. It is. It's, that's exactly what they're doing. They're like, well, we can't control any of this stuff over here. We'll just take the Heisman. You know, <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, take that's right. You can't guy. have your high, You can't have your little trophy, man. Don't worry about those pictures you got mounted on the wall or all the memories you have from it because, you know, we, we took the trophy, though. Uh, and okay, another, so- thing, another way to look at it, real quick, another way to look at this is with the new rules coming out, with players being able to make money off of their name and likeness, Yeah. would this have even been an issue if that would have been in place back then? Oh, probably not. That dude would have made so much off of the exactly. uh, He would have made plenty of cash off of that. So, yeah. What, what would have Johnny made? What would a Johnny oh. football would have made off his likeness when he was playing, man? That dude, just, he would have stayed for a senior year. He would have stayed for a senior year just on the money he was making. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, not only that, but, I mean, he trademarked Johnny football. So, imagine how many times he that would have got used. He would have got made so much money off the Johnny football just moniker, yep. just itself. Yeah. So, okay, I got a question. I got a question. We're going to go down this rabbit hole a little bit more. Okay, do you really think Vince Young was better than Reggie Bush that year? Mullins or Cook? I mean, Cook, you already said so, but jump in somebody. I, th- I think Vince Young deserved the Heisman that year over Reggie Bush. Really? Okay. Yeah. Mullins? That's interesting. Uh, I don't think I mean, so. I, I think, think Reggie Bush meant more. I think, I think Reggie Bush meant more to USC than Vince Young meant to Texas. It's not the MVP award. <laughs> That's basically it's the, what it is. No, it's not. It's, it's supposedly the greatest player in NCAA that year. It's the greatest player in college football for that season, which is absolutely garbage of a, of a, of a thing anyways because half the time, the best players on defense anyways, and they're not even up there for the daggum Heisman. Well, yeah, don't but, even get me started on that. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't want to get started on that either because there, there should be more defensive players included in this Heisman race. I get tired yeah. of all the offensive players. But I'm, I'm, I'm with Mullins. I don't – I mean, okay, I say this. Vince Young was probably the best player on the Texas football team, right? But USC had so many good players. For Reggie Bush to stand out the way he did, I thought that, I thought that spoke volumes, okay? Because he had Leinert and Lyndall White, and he had that big wide receiver. I forgot his name was, but I remember that dude. Yes, right. He, I mean, he had a stack of talent uh, on that freaking football team. And for him to stand out the way he did, I thought that spoke volumes. Am I wrong? He, he had a stack of talent, and, you know, the talent stood out on there, and it was amazing. And the mm-hmm. less led by Vince Young, the best quarterback and the best player that year, beat mm-hmm. them in the national championship game. That's why <laughs> the Heisman Trophy. Okay, so let me ask you one more question, but and I, just, I love this topic right now. So should the Heisman be done after the regular season? I mean, after the football season is so. over? I think so too, right? Am I wrong about that? I think all those award shows should be done after the season. So. There's no point in doing it beforehand. Do it afterwards. That way everybody can be there. Everybody can – and you take the full body of work for the entire season. I agree with yeah. that, especially yeah. now with the college football playoff. I think it should be the whole thing, and yeah. then we'll talk, you know? Yeah. Because, I, mean, so. I mean, we've seen it before where you get the Heisman Trophy winner, and then they go to a bowl game, and they stink it up. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. So, dude, great topic, Kerry. So, hey, let's jump into your stat of the week since we're already here. Start of the week, dude. I want to hear it. Stat of the week, man. Okay, so you and I both watched the uh, uh, the thirty Long for thirty, uh, the the, Guire, the what? Long gone summer. I yeah, that watch one. It, I know it. That one. Yeah, <laughs> you know that one. I'm trying to find my little spreadsheet here. Hold on. No problem. I, actually, I made a spreadsheet for this. What? Look at that, dude. Yeah. Y'all, y'all so, making spreadsheets and notes and everything. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, this, this is what caused Dan Marino problems. 
Too much hesitance. Wow. Wow. No, he had the fastest release in the NFL. What are you talking about? Too much hesitance. Yeah, he had a quick release. Once he We're decided. not talking about <laughs> Kurt Warner. Uh, Wait a minute. Kurt Warner was good. What are we talking about? He went Kurt to Kurt Warner had the slowest release. Kurt Warner had a chicken wing throw. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I remember when, when that first year that he was on Madden football, everybody's like, I'm going to get Kurt Warner. Like oh, the first yeah. game, you're like, Dude, get rid of this guy. Yeah, you just blitz that sucker. Blitz, that's blitz, true. Blitz. Uh, anyway, uh, so my stat. So stat, I was curious. Me up. How many total feet were McGuire's 70 home runs? Total feet? Any guesses? Wow. For all that's, 70 of them total. Oh, man. I'm going to say – I'm going I'm to rough estimate it for you. I'm going to say 20 – I'm going to say t- roughly about 2,900 feet. If I'm rough, if, uh, rough estimating it, 2,900 feet. That's what I'm 2,900? 2,900 feet? 2,900 feet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you reevaluate that because I'm going to really? say so far 5, off. 5,200. Oh, both of y'all. Come on. You, you, y'all got to think about this. Wait, 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 wait. You know what? I need a zero. I need to add a zero. You're right. I need to add a zero. So 29, 29,000. I'm going to okay. say 29,000. That sounds 000. better. Okay. I left a zero out because I was doing the okay. math in my head. Twenty nine thousand. I'm gonna there go with. Go. I'm gonna go with uh, with prices right. I'm gonna say twenty nine thousand seven hundred and fifty one. Uh, if he who wins, who wins, who wins? Tell me who wins. Cook, you're you're just over. So you lose. <laughs> oh, I won. <laughs> I won the prices right. I won the number is. I, I won the prices right. What's the number? Twenty nine thousand six seventy one. Oh, bump, bump, bump. Uh, what, did, what were you? Did you say just 29000 Wait, I bump, bump, bump. Yeah. I won the boat. I won the boat oh, and the vacation the and the car, dude. I won all three. <laughs> I won all three. So there you go. I won all three. Uh, 29671 Dude, I he, won everything. He had five of them over 500 feet. His longest was 545. Wow. Sammy Sosa, in comparison, even yeah. though he only hit 66, it was only four or less, yeah. he only had 26900 15 so 3,000 less feet in four games or four hits wow. and only one of them were was right at 500 feet so basically what you're saying is, is uh mcguire hit a mountain further than sosa yes wow yep. a lot further crazy. you know it was really really funny and i thought it was hilarious and we saw this you know when you're watching the the long gone summer number 62 when he broke the record was his absolute shortest home run of the season it was though wasn't it yeah, yeah because it, it was barely like, it was cleared like the wall short yeah, it yeah. to the short left. Yeah, it was to yeah. the short left field. Uh, yeah, I remember that because I was like, I was hoping it'd be a, like a monster home run. But when he no. did it, yeah, it was just to the short left. Yep, so, short left. Hey, you know what's one? Hey, you know what's what? You know what's crazy? Is that, t- you know, since I won, does that mean I won a championship, Cook? Does that, did I, am I a champion? You You're a champion. Since I won? You am won. I a champion, yep. Cook? champion is that what you am said I, yeah am i a champion i mean i won i won i won the prices right since i won over you did am i the champion i'm just asking you for clarification no 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 that's what? not that's not a championship it's not a championship no it's one it's, we were we were against each other you know like it's like, like winning a that's like winning a trivia contest inside the locker room before the super bowl and then going out and losing oh, oh. oh. wow man i mean i guess if you want to call it that i mean you could wear your afc championship ring <laughs> <laughs> now you're calling him Jim Kelly. Uh, no, I'm calling him Dan Marino. Oh, oh. <laughs> dang, dude. Okay, I I love this segment all the time, dude. I don't know where you find this stuff, man, but that was an awesome segment. So let's jump into our topic. That was a good one. Topics again, Cook. What's your topic, man? What'd you bring to the table? Ah, well, you know, I'm looking at this NBA restart and I've been hearing about these players talking about wanting an insurance policy from the league. 
Um, some of these players are wanting an insurance policy to protect themselves for financial loss in case they, you know, get the COVID-19 and get sick and lose some money and potentially worry about uh, long-term effects going into a max deal year. Or, you know, they get out and start playing ball and suffer a significant injury in the playoffs and can't get their max deal. A uh, couple questions on that. First off, should players get insurance for these type of things? And if they should get insurance, should the league be providing that? And isn't it just the cost of business? And, and why would you want – or why would you even expect for someone to give you insurance? You could be playing this year anyways. Mm, that's true. Do you get insurance every time you go in the playoffs? No. I mean, you don't. I mean, technically you don't. I mean, so, there, no. that's, there, but, there's our, but there's our draft picks that – there's like draft insurance now. Like people that don't get drafted in the first round when they thought they were going to, they get insurance to cover the expenses that they thought yeah. – I guess they were going to have, which I, I don't – I see that. And I can okay. see getting insurance, but – are you going to tell the league you have to provide the insurance? No. If you want to get that insurance, my opinion mm-hmm. is you get the insurance for yourself. Oh, man, that's deep. That's some deep thinking. Mullins, you got an initial thought? I know I have some. I just got to get my thoughts around it. I could see it as a whole, the league taking out an insurance policy. on, And it could be on all the players. It could be on all the teams. Because, yeah, it could get shut down quick. If a lot of players start testing positive, the whole entire season could be shut down immediately. So why not have an insurance policy? policy would be. Do what? I want to know what the premium on that insurance policy is. <laughs> a couple of bucks. I mean, pocket you change. Just break it, you break it over six months, dude. You break it over six months. That's what they do. Six convenient payments of $59 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mo. Let's go ahead. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it may be in the, uh, the, the league's best interest to not only insure the league and the games, but insure the players. Now, I don't know what insurance company is going to take this because that sounds like a bad deal to me. I agree with that. I agree. I, I, don't want, I want to know who does this. That's a, that's a good question, my Mullins. Who does these insurance policies all the time? But let me answer your first question, Cook. Let me answer your first question. Should players get the insurance for these things? I, you know, it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad Same thing when you buy a house, right? You buy a house. Is something going to happen to it? I mean, not likely in the long term of things, but will you lose a water heater here, air conditioner there? You know, will you have to, you know, maybe do something else for maybe an occasional flood? Yeah, probably. So it's probably good to have the insurance, right? So should the players get it? Yeah, why not? I mean, you never know what's going to happen. So that to answer your first question, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the idea. Well, I guess my question on that is not just do they get it, but why are they demanding it now? Don't, shouldn't they demand it every playoff series? Why is it why is it so important that this season they have the insurance to cover themselves? Wouldn't last season guys going into max deals could tear? I mean, look, Kevin Durant blew his Achilles in the finals last year. Did he have insurance? No. I mean, should he have insurance? Why would it not a priority last season? Why is it this season? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, we're yeah, concerned good, yeah. about the stoppage and playing. They're worried about well, we're having to quickly start back up, and our bodies are not going to be in shape. Or you know, what is it? I mean, why are they specifically wanting it this year? I I, I would say because there's certain things out of your control. Right. Just like at a home, like you could do everything in your home, right. To prepare for, you know, come get the AC guy to come out, you do the regular quarterly maintenance or whatever, but there's certain things out of your control. Right. And I think this one is one of them. Like, Hey, this is out of my control. I don't know what might happen. So I'm going to cover my butt and just make sure that everything's good. Am I wrong? I mean, what, what, no, what I, 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 if I was a player, I'd probably have insurance on myself anyways. Yeah. I mean, you hear yeah. these actors and actresses and whatnot who have insurance on their legs or they have insurance on these musicians who have insurance on their voice. If I was an athlete, I'd have insurance on my, on my body as well. Especially if you're a Lamar Jackson and get tackled over a jet ski. 
God. Yeah, that yes. was a good. That was what such was a good. That that was yeah, such he, a good he, one he too. Uh, okay, so yeah. to the other question you asked, should the league provide it? I don't think that should be a league thing. I think that should be a personal thing. You know, um, I don't think the league should do that. Uh, not that I don't think they should, you know, have an option like to hey, like we have these providers for you, but I don't think they should be the league should go out and be done taking care of this stuff. I don't think so. So I mean, you get millionaires. You got millionaires that have making money. I mean, they're smart enough, or they know enough people. Like, hey, I need to get some insurance. You know, I don't need to hold your hand for this. Well, I say so. if the league does uh, <clears throat> supply it, then they should also get a cut of it if it happens to be uh, cashed in on. Whoa, now that's now we're not going conflict of interest at all. That's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> wait a second, Man. yikes! I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know either. They pay the premium, and the guy if goes the down. Case. They should get some of it. Man, if that's the case, the first team when you come in as a rookie, you're signing this this little agreement over here that I get a life insurance policy on you also. Yeah. We're going to do a full-term life insurance policy right out of the gate when you come in. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I don't know about not? that part. I don't know about that. Then when Ray, little Ray Ray meets you in the parking lot. <laughs> little Ray Ray? Ray Ray Caruth. <laughs> oh, you mean Caruth? Oh, okay. Yeah, Ray Caruth oh, in the NFL. Like, Ray Ray. Oh, okay. I was like, wait. Over some dispute and, and shoot some dude in the parking lot at the NBA game. Yeah. You know, then the NBA's like, well, that sucks for Ray, but we got, you know, he's going to jail. He got shot and we got some money out of it. That Dude, doesn't sound like a conflict of interest at all. Yeah. We haven't talked about Ray Caruth or I haven't brought that up in a long time. Sorry, I, I just instantly, every time I think of Ray Caruth, <laughs> I think of little Ray Ray. That's the first thing that goes to my head. Wow. Uh, That's great. Shoot, man. Okay. Well, hey, I like it. That's a good topic, man. That's good stuff. So let's go straight yeah. to your 56 cents, dude. What is your rant of the week? Oh, you're gonna love this one. Mullins is gonna love this. He's gonna he's gonna think this is great. I'm really, so probably gonna really like this one. Make me mad, dude. Make me mad. Come I'm gonna on, make you mad. mad on two different levels. Okay, do it. Major League it's Baseball. Oh, <laughs> son of a gun! I talked he's about it last week. I said right we don't want to mention it. No, that was you. I didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> you didn't want to mention it. So I'm gonna bring it up for you. I this, thought we were a team. I thought we were a team. We are a team. That's sometimes <laughs> you know you're only as strong as your weakest link, and sometimes you gotta buck up and help the weak one, man. Okay, okay. What is, I don't. I'll talk enough for you. We, we're gonna talk about this this major league baseball, man. Okay, tell me, dude. Talk to me. All right. So these dudes right here, man, are something else. This Robert Manfred, I was, this guy here is something else to me. Go to last week. Talk about. It, I guarantee you, 100. We're gonna have a season. Blah blah blah. Players are, are countering with you. They're, you're countering back. Now the players have rejected your final offer. You had the final say-so. Why aren't we playing ball? Ooh, Why aren't you yep. stepping up and saying, all right, man, well, this is it. Players are, are mocking you. They're all over Twitter talking about tweeting, hashtag, where and when. Let us know yeah. when we show up. Okay, yeah. punks, you wanted to play that game? You're playing this game right here. Here's the schedule. But now he's talking about we may not even have a season now. They know he, they're calling his bluff. And mm -hmm. he's blinking. Mm. He is blinking big time. This was Star Wars. Yeah. There'd be a vote of no confidence in this dude, and he'd be voted out, and we'd have a new commissioner next week. Oh, Palpatine. Uh, <laughs> Palpatine be oh. rising to power right now, man. <laughs> and oh, the freaking man. Empire New York Yankees would win the next 17 oh, World Series, bro. Oh, if they were bastards like they are. Okay, oh. first of all, you did make me mad, okay? We're not supposed to talk about this, okay? Because I pissed at the Major League Baseball. <laughs> and everybody. Everybody involved with Major League Baseball pissed at all of them, okay? So, first of all, you made me mad, okay? I'm not going to do the rest of the show. I'm just going to walk off right now. Okay? okay. Oh, man. <laughs> but, if, but I want to know, what's, where's, where's Robert Manfred at? Where's, where, you know, you're letting these boys test your manhood right now, man. Step up. What you going to do? Uh, I'm with you. Mullins, oh, yeah. Mullins go no. ahead, man. Yeah, I, I would say uh, your plane ticket mm -hmm. is um, in your email. 
So go get on the plane. You're headed to Orlando, and we're about to kick this bitch off. So, ooh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's what he should be saying. I'm with you. So yeah, I totally agree. Uh, he he's been called out, and he's he's back down. I'm like, yeah. come on. He has full rights to start the season right now. No questions asked. He can say mm-hmm. we're doing 50 games. Show up here. We're playing, and the the players say, yeah, okay. Do it. I, I'm telling you right now, man, I'd go straight gangster on these fools. If I'm Robert Manford right now, I'm saying, okay, full prorated salaries for the amount of games you play. We're putting everybody in one bracket, three-game series. Let's go. Ooh. Ooh. You know what tells you want, me, though? You want to get paid? Make it to this World Series. You get the World Series, your team gets a you know $30 million bonus. You win, you get a $100 million bonus. Split it up. Let's roll. Oh, dude, I like your thoughts. Okay, first of all, it tells me that he was not prepared at all. That's what the first thing it tells me is that he wasn't prepared at all for the season. All this talk, all this whatever, this back and forth was just back and forth. He didn't have a plan in his head the entire time. There was no contingency anywhere, and that's what that tells me. And that's what makes me mad about the whole thing, right, is the fact that he didn't even have the contingency ready. He should have, even with the 76 games when they came back with it, he should have been, you know what, we're going to go with this. You know, and we're going to run with it with this a lot of time and this time right here, and this is where we're going to go, and this is where we're going to be, and this is how it's going to get done. So that's what it tells me, and that irks the crap out of me. Again, because baseball could have been the hero out of this. They could have been the freaking (laughs) heroes, dude. God, they make me so mad. They could have been the freaking heroes. Like the the 98 season, McGuire and Sosa, after that, that strike in 94, they came back. They were the heroes of the summer. And baseball was the glorified king of sports for a while. And they could have done the exact same thing. But because this dude doesn't know what he's doing and doesn't have Cook's spine, that's what's going on right now. And I'm so mad. I'm going to talk about something else. So y'all talk now. (laughs) Makes me mad. You wound him up. Let your feelings flow. (laughs) Feel the hate. I feel the hate. (laughs) Let your anger roll off your tongue. I'm serious, uh, just they, set him they, off. He's done called these dudes out. They called him out, and he's just like, uh, crap. What do I do now? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're just showing that you're the punk uh, GM. Or not yeah. the punk GM. The punk. Um, yeah, you're showing that you're the, the worst commissioner of all sports right now. You yeah. talk yeah. all this game. You can't back it up, and you got yeah. called out, and now you ain't got nothing to do. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I thought Bud Selig was a worst commissioner um, going in when he was the temporary one. But, the, of course, then – but he created the wild card. You know, he's the one that made baseball more influential. He did everything, and I miss Bo- uh, Bud Selig now. I really do. I miss Bud Selig across the board. You know, that guy was hands-on across uh, – in the season. During the season, what was going on, he would attend games. He was at the All-Star game. I mean, that dude showed his face everywhere. I miss Bud Selig a whole lot now. So, I'm going to add this last yeah. little golden nugget. Oh, shoot. You made me mad again. If it comes out in that court-ordered document sealing, Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert Manford covered up the New York Yankees. His mm-hmm. ass should be fired on the spot. Oh, dude, yeah, he should definitely get a no confidence vote then. Yeah, across the board. Yeah, on the spot. If he yeah. if he protected one team in Major League Baseball and not the others, he should be fired on the spot. Oh, absolutely. And all the Houston Astros should be able to go and smack him with their gloves. Yeah. Oh. Some of those Twitter replies this week have been great. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just glorious. That's another topic, though. That is that topic. Yeah, but, right. I, I, but I want to talk about it just for a half second because, dude, that would make me mad. You know what it reminds me of is the UCI Lance Armstrong thing, where UCI covered Armstrong for those six or seven, you know, uh, Tour de France wins. That's what it reminds me of. And I'm just like, dude, you're going to do that, and now it's going to come out. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, Again, so. more doping. 
which is I right know. up the uh, Sosa's alley. He likes the uh, the doping controversy. I, I do like the doping controversy. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, I, it's, it's curious yeah. because people go to the the extremes that people will go to is amazing. The, you know that that the fact that they would like store his. You know what they would do? They would like you know they would take a quarter blood out and they would put it in the refrigerator where they were staying in wherever part of Italy they were staying in, I guess, or France, whatever. And they would have people making sure that they were, they would have it in their fridge, you know, and they would go through, they have to have people come to the house and check it out, make sure there was no electricity loss so that their blood would be good. So the next month when they came back in to put the EPO in with their blood, you know, it would, you know, it would be good. I, I was wow. floored. I no, was floored by it, man. That's amazing. So, all right, good. Do Dude, you always get me amped up. You know, last week you got me amped up. This week you got me amped up, dude. I know, man. Holy That's my man. new goal, man. I, I know. Apparently, I want you to so. feel the hate. I want you apparently, to feel Apparently, when I make changes to the outline, that's what gets you going. You're like, what's going to oh, kick yeah. Sosa off? Originally, I was going with a different story, but as soon as you changed that outline, I'm like, all right, man, we're going to Major League Baseball now. <laughs> True Sosa, he's talking about baseball. I know. That's right. I'm going to make him talk. That's right. <laughs> all right, guys. Hey, in, your, in my topic, I put, okay. I'm going to change it up. I'm going to wing it a little bit. Okay, so and this came out today on CBS Sports, and I thought it was great because we love football, right? So in our chat, guys, I put a link to the top 10 divisional rivalries in the NFL right now. So take your moment there. Take a look at it. Go through the first. I'm going to look at the first five because the top five, because I think they're the best, right, um, when I looked at it earlier. So the top five are the Redskins, Giants. Chiefs, Raiders, number four. Number three is Ravens, Steelers, which is always good. Number two is Cowboys, Eagles. And number one was Packers and Bears, guys. So looking at that top, that list of the top five, we can go through all of it too, but just the top five, what is your initial thought? Do you agree with the top five? I will say this about Packers, Bears. I have okay. two colleagues at work, one who moved here from Chicago, okay, one who moved here from Wisconsin, Green Bay, actually, from Green Bay. Okay. Those two can, you know, they, they, they always getting at it, man. Really? You know, they're, fr- they're friendly about it, but, but you always hear it's like there's a little bit of, oh, there's a, there's a little something to that comment. Yeah. When they come, when they come to talking about football. So I think, I think that's a good one, man. I really like that, that Packers Bear. I think it's one of the, the true hatred rivalries in the NFL. Yep. I, I think the Ravens Steelers is a good one, too. I mean, Cowboys Eagles is always good. There's always all kinds of crap being taught in those games, man. I mean, oh, crap, they, they cheered for Urban when he broke his damn neck, basically. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they yeah. did. They, I mean, did. they did. How much more hatred can you have for another team when a man is laying on the ground, you think he's paralyzed, and you're out there going, yeah, get him. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> broke his sorry-ass neck. You know, it's like, <sighs> God, dog, man. That's, you know, uh, you know, Chief Raiders, you know, I'm, I'm not really into that too much. I'd be more about the Broncos and Raiders. Those dudes are always good at it back in the day. Yeah. And then the Redskins Giants. I guess, you know, it's NC, NFC East, another NFC East matchup. I'm not really big on the Redskins Giants rivalry. I'm not really seeing too much of that one. Y'all, y'all are more of the Cowboys fans, so y'all see more than NFC East. You tell me what you think about that one. Okay. Well, let's go ahead, man. I don't think I would have put the Redskins Giants in the, in the top five. Um, I mean, they got it at number five, but looking at the list, uh, let's see which ones. 49ers, Rams, I might put it, I don't know, maybe. Um, Falcons and the Saints, that's, that's over the last probably 20 years, that's become a pretty good rivalry. Um, but definitely the Packers and the Bears, that, number one, no questions, hands down. They're two of the oldest teams in the NFL, and they've been going at it since, what, the 30s, 40s? Yeah. They've played over 200 games. It's it's insane. And they're almost dead even as far as win losses between each other. So that's pretty impressive. So yeah, um, 
definitely them. And then Cowboys and Eagles, that one has always been one of my favorite rivalries just because it, it gets heated. Um, what was it? Uh, the uh, Oh, what was the um, the defensive coordinator for the Eagles back in the day? Oh, uh, we're talking about Buddy Ryan? You're talking Buddy, about Buddy Ryan, Ryan. yeah. yeah. Ryan. Buddy Ryan paying his players to take out player, you know, yeah. Cowboys. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> pays anybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's <laughs> no such thing as bounties on people. Yeah, uh, I guarantee yeah. you that happened. Yeah, it happens still now, even after Bounty Gate. You know it yeah. does. You know it does. And then you had the snowballs being thrown at the players and coaches that were packed, you know, around, you know, had batteries in the middle of it. I mean, <laughs> we're talking <laughs> hatred between these two teams. So, yeah, I, those two for sure, top two. Yeah. Um, after that, it's – it's I would have put the Cowboys and 49ers in there. I mean, they've been going at it for, you know, since the early 80s. Yeah. 80. You know, yeah. So, I would have put that one in there. Yeah, but the one I don't oh, yeah. understand is this Bills Dolphins one. First off, who's watching that game to begin with? <laughs> who, who cares enough about that game for it to be a rivalry? Uh, about three people. I mean, yeah. my God, is it somebody at CBS Sports a big Dolphins or Bills fan? They right? always do though. They always CBS always has Bill, Bills Dolphins. Dude, they always cover that game. After, you'll see you'll see CBS Sports cover that one for sure. You know the one that surprised me though that should have I thought should be number five. This is just me. Is Jets Patriots? I thought Jets Patriots should have been over Redskins Giants. Jets Patriots used to be very interesting game, and it's still and sometimes it still is. Uh, I but, think forever yeah. that should be a hatred between those two. I mean, Bill Belichick said, you know, Bill Parcells leaves the Jets and they go, oh, Bill Petchek, you're here, our head coach. Uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm going to New England. Uh, I don't want to be your head coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to New England, and I'm going to draft a guy named Tom Brady, and we're going to win six Super Bowls, and you're a bunch of chumps. That's right. Yeah. In your face. In your, In face. your face. In your face. I thought the top three were awesome, too. I thought the top three were legit. I thought Packers, Bears. Again, I've never seen any fans about it, but people are crazy about it. Um, Eagles, Cowboys, and I, lo I love the Ravens, Steelers. Now, initially, I was pissed. I'll give you this. Initially, I was pissed, okay, when the Baltimore Ravens, the Cleveland Browns became the Baltimore Ravens. I really was. I didn't want the Ravens in the NFL. I didn't want them because I was just like, you just took a moniker classic franchise and you took them out of the NFL. Same thing with the Oilers. You took them out of the NFL. I'm like, what are you doing? These are classic uh, uh, teams with huge fan bases. I mean, hardcore fans and you moved them. And I was just like, what? And then, of course, the rivalry got good. And the, I love watching this game. Like, when they come on TV, I will watch a Ravens-Steelers game. So, um, I have a cousin who's a huge Ravens fan. He talks so much mess about the Ravens right now with Lamar Jackson. But, anyway, uh, anybody I, else on that? I can see that good now, but <clears throat> as far as, like, the history of football, I don't see that being all that big a deal. I, I would have put KC and the Raiders ahead of that one. I agree. I can go with that. I can get on board with that. I agree with the same thing, too. Um, same thing with the Falcons and the Saints. You know, I think I feel that's a fairly new one also, and only caught momentum over these past what ten years, really. Um, I didn't, but you know, it's it's a good it's a good game. So um, I was surprised there was no like Cardinals uh, or Seahawks 49ers, You know, of recent, I, I was surprised some of that didn't get in there. Seahawks Forty Nineers is a good one here recently as well. Another old mm -hmm. one that I like to watch too is the Steelers against the Bengals. Yes, yeah, especially when Burfett was there. He was always trying to kill people. <laughs> and kind of one that's more modern uh, would be the Texans and the Titans. Yes. Yeah. So. Right, Cook? So, 
Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Titans. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Who who is the who is the arch enemy or for the or the biggest rival for the Texans? Is it the Titans? No, it's the damn Chiefs. We hate the Chiefs. Oh, we hate the Chiefs. Okay, we hate the Chiefs. We hate the Chiefs because we we hate the, we hate the you know the Titans is a, is a big one as well. The Titans is almost like I don't know what the comparison would be. The Titans are you don't want to lose to them, but it's just because they they moved from Houston. I don't think they're the biggest one against us. I mean, Kansas City seems to be their biggest nemesis. They're always the one that puts it in our ass every time. They just they show up, they kick us in the ass, and then. You know, we show up last year and beat them in the regular season and go up 24-0 and then get beat again. It's just – it's they're, they're – yeah, I can't yeah. stand them. That 24-0 comeback, though, that was tough. I, that game, I, I was surprised when I saw – I remember I didn't, I didn't even watch the game, but I was keeping up with the scores. Like, oh, 24 nothing. I was like, well, Texas are going to pull this one out. You know, they're going to upset them, you know. I figured the Chiefs were going to make a comeback, of course, and but not win the ball game. So, anyway. Well, you didn't think they'd be leading at halftime. True, true. I mean, so, I figured they'd make a comeback, but I had, you know, no idea they were going to be winning. It, yeah, it was a series of all kinds of chaos in that game. Yeah. Mullins, who who do you think is the biggest rival for the Cowboys? Is it is it the Eagles or do you – For the Cowboys? Is it still the, Redskins, still the Redskins, old school Redskins? I think the Eagles slightly more so than the than the Redskins, but not by much. Okay. Um, and And – I put the Redskins and the Giants right there next to each other. So the Eagles by just a hair, and then those and those other two. Okay. If I think of Cowboys, I think Cowboys Eagles. Yeah. I, I'm still old school. When I think of Cowboys, I think Cowboys Redskins. That's my initial one, and I think it goes back to probably to my childhood when that going back to the one in fifteen season. That's the first season I really remember in my head. You know, I remember some games before that, but the one in fifteen season, I remember that whole season and how terrible. It really was. Yeah. And getting that one win against the Redskins, you know, yeah. that irked the crap out of him. I mean, Joe Gibbs, you could tell, was just pissed. Uh, but, yeah, but they still I go won back the Super Bowl. So. That they did. <laughs> they did. Uh, but I go back to Cowboys-Redskins. And I always feel like, it, like, it's a, like even like we talked about before, it's a trap game, guys. That's the trap game all the time with these Redskins. Yeah. I mean, we could be the most dominant team, and it's a trap game for the Cowboys. So It's I, a tough I, one, man. See, I would have thought Texans-Colts. Was it would have been more of a rock? I was actually about to tell you, man. That with me, it's personally it's the Chiefs, but as an organization, it has to be the Colts because it's the Colts are always a problem as well. They're 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 the big rivalry for the Texans is the Colts. I was actually about to tell you that as well. Okay, okay. What what is the best? What do you think is the best goal rivalry going on right now? Like I'm talking about, uh, is it is it is it Ravens Steelers? Is it Ravens Chiefs? What is the best rivalry you think overall? Not divisional, not divisional wise. Just you know, two teams when they get together, man, it's always a good matchup. I mean, who do you think is the best overall? Man, uh, that's a good question, man. But I, I like that. I always like it when the Steelers and the Ravens play each other. I always think that's a good game. Those two always seem to be going at it hardcore because there's always the division seems to be on the line at some point, and it's, it seems pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, that's a good one. Um, probably. Oh man, that's a good one. I mean, I hope that the Chiefs and the Ravens end up being a great rivalry and have some amazing games over the next decade. But I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Either. I mean, Saints and what, Saints Forty ers That's been going back and forth a, a little bit in the past few years. Um, yeah, that's kind of tough. You know the one that I, I thought was for the longest time, and it's not that way anymore. Of course, is the was the Pats and Colts. Pats and Colts was something I looked forward to all the time, regular season yeah. 
or postseason. Past Colts got together. I was like, dude, I'm watching this game. Like, I'm not getting up if I don't have to. I won't use the restroom unless I have to. Uh, but yeah, it was so. definitely much watch t- must see TV when those guys were playing. It, oh, it dude, Brady against Manning and you know Belichick against Manning. Yeah, you had to just you had to watch that every time. Dude, I mean, it's gonna be it's one of those things that you're gonna tell your kids. You're gonna tell your grandkids. Like, you know what? I got to watch the two probably greatest quarterbacks of all time go at it. You yep. know, multiple times, multiple times. Um, so yeah, so past Colts you know, goes up there with me too. I'm surprised I didn't make the list either. I mean, I know they're not divisional, but past Colts. So yeah. All right, guys, dude, we did great again. I thought y'all guys were awesome. I'm going to leave you with one more note. Did y'all see Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers come out with their official photos? You see them? I did. Yeah. Go, did you see them? It's ugly. <laughs> I, I, what'd you say? I didn't. <laughs> it's, it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was hoping to you know to see uh, Giselle in the Tampa Bay uniforms, not seeing Tom Brady. Oh, oh, okay, all right. I mean, Giselle. wow, I mean, she she looks good. I I have to admit, I mean, they're gonna they made Brady. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, come on, their pictures of him wearing his damn uniform. I mean, who gives a crap? <laughs> what? I didn't know if you saw them. I Everybody in Tampa you saw Bay. Them, man. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I, I did see the pictures, so I'll answer your question. I did see the pictures. Okay, good. Okay. What did you think about the – did you like the dark uniforms? Is that what – better, Cook? Did you like the dark ones? I want the old school yeah. orange and white. Oh. Uh, you know, you – Old school pats. You want to – I mean, just, uh, oh, Old school pats old, uniform is yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. We, Actually, we, we all the, those old school uniforms, there's a lot of teams that should have never changed. I agree with that. I agree with that. We should make that a topic next week, actually, guys. So, all right, guys. Hey, another great show coming up next week, guys. We're going to start breaking down divisions. We're going to talking about playoffs, appearances, Super Bowl, teams, college football, all those things, guys. Hey, you can hit us up on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, off our game at gmail.com, guys. Mullins, final word, what you got? I'm, I'm ready for football. I'll, that's ready all I want football. from now on, football. <laughs> all right, Cook, what's the final word from you, man? What you got? Man, I'm I'm ready for a good doping scandal, and, and <laughs> I wanted the doping scandal in that cornhole league. Man, that's what I want. Uh, oh, now you know, you're talking. Now you're talking. You know what? You made me talk major league baseball. So you know what? We're out. Good night, everybody. Peace. Peace.